It's time for a brand new Swamp Jacuzzi with DJ Biggie Boutte. It's the show of the most on Real Punk Radio, the station sweeping the nation. So get down, get right, get out of sight, and go wild. has Hell's Kitchen, and Huntsville, Alabama, Satan's Outhouse.
listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio, and I'm your host, DJ Biggie Butte. We got a special episode. Well, actually, it's going to end up being two episodes. Uh, we're going to have a little special special thing on uh, Mark Porkchop Holder. I've uh, known Mark for, uh, for a very long time, uh, back since like the early 2000s. And back in the old East Nashville days, uh, Mark, Mark used to play in a band called Black Diamond Heavy. It's an awesome uh, blues band, blues rock uh, thing out, out there. In East, East Nashville. Well, they were from Chattanooga, but uh, but they were they were staying in East Nashville at the time, and uh, and that's why I got got to know them. And uh, Mark Mark's come back, and um, he's put out two albums uh, just in this past year, and they're, they're both really really awesome records. I love them, and uh, I went to see him in, in New Orleans um, on the 29th of May, and uh, I went down there and, and I took my laptop and I took took this microphone and uh, I sat down with him and we. We had a little chat. We, we ended up like sitting and talking for like over an hour and a half of just all this stuff. And uh, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it, but I just kind of brought it all back here and sort started putting it all together. And it's like, man, it's a great story, man. I just really, I, I feel I really need to uh, to bring it out to to people. And um, and he also gave me a, both of his records on vinyl. So so we're going to be playing both albums all on vinyl, and uh, we're going to be going in and out of uh, the the interview. That we that we had, and uh, there there were a couple points I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit that I didn't get a chance to because uh, he's he's recently uh, moved to uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi, and he was telling me about how his uh, cell service is, is very good. So doing a phone interview was like not really the uh, best thing to do. So, but I have a lot of material, and I have, uh, I'm kind of going on what uh, we we've, we've discussed and things, and I've been been doing a little bit of reading here now, and. Uh, uh, it talks in in a premier guitar. Uh, there, there's an article here. It talks about uh, some of the some of the things he, he's going through. Apparently, uh, you know, he, he, he has had some uh, mental uh, mental illness uh, going on. He's living out out in the, out in the woods, out in California, and uh, he, he with uh, no no electricity or running water and too paranoid to interact with people. And then uh, then he has spent several months in a psychiatric hospital, uh, and then uh, he. Kind of came back out in uh, April. April 2016, he began to record this album, Let It Slide, and uh, it's a really awesome album. It's on Live Records, which is uh, also the label that the Black Diamond Heavies were on. Uh, I believe they, they got their record deal about 2005, 2006, and uh, they uh, Mark left the band at that point, uh, right before they got the record label, which I, I didn't get a chance to ask him about that because I really wanted to know, like, what was it? Uh, was, I, I know he, he was suffering from some uh, physical ailments. You know he um, he had diabetes and uh, and stuff. And uh, he still walks with a cane now and uh, sits down when he plays guitar. But uh, I, I remember he used to be a, a, a it was used to be a lot worse than than it was than it is now. And so uh, he seems to be uh, working with that too and uh, getting, getting that back together. And and uh, he, he's uh, played like 200 shows this past year, which I think is really awesome. Uh, so uh, let's uh, talk about the music a little bit. Uh, Hambone. That was um, that was from an album 
that they or an EP that they recorded back in uh, 2005, I believe. It's called "You Damn Right," and uh, that was done. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was done in Murfreesboro, down down on the square. A friend, a friend of ours, Alex, I believe, recorded that. And I want to say that was like 16 track, one inch tape. <laughs> I, I have a better memory than what I thought, but uh, yeah. So uh, and uh, so the one before that one is uh, uh, disappearing, and that's uh, that's uh, one off of his uh, debut solo album let it slide for live records and uh disappearing according according to this little article here uh it says uh you know that that's a song written about his uh his struggle with a uh, mental illness and uh and going out to california and stuff and uh, he he had told me that his uh, his brother was uh uh connected with some uh like some hell's angels and they were working on a, on a weed farm and uh, it's, it's a really cool story but uh so uh, we're, we're gonna kind of get into that a little bit as, as we go along but uh let's uh, for now let's just play a little more music uh let's, let's play another track from uh, that that 2016 album let it slide and this one's called my black name
far as drugs go, I, they ain't none of them really hold no mystery for me no more, you know. And uh, uh, is it like a dose thing, man? Like if you do a little bit, you get high, but if you do more, you end up you end up fucking juking in the middle of the street or what? I don't, I don't get it, man. I never I smoked BCP and all it all it did was make me feel like uh, I need to slam my head into the fucking window glass a few fucking times. I was, I was around like in, in the 80s. We used to get down to projects around my DC area and it's called Love Boat. Mm-hmm. We get like sack, sack of love for $10. You know? yeah. And basically it was just like seeds and stems like sprayed with some kind of crap. <laughs> you know? Probably PCP, man. <laughs> yeah. I called it Sherm. And, uh, but yeah, but I, I totally remember that because it changed all of a sudden. You just, you just go down and get these like sacks of love and then all of a sudden it's like you go down and like, you're like, hey man, you got, you got that love? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh man, we got this. It's like it's crack rocks. Yeah. It changed overnight, man. But I also think that that would have to have been like done. You know, I think there's definitely like, hey, let's let's infiltrate the fucking projects with crack cocaine. It's cheap, it's easy to make. Well, one damn thing about getting a whole bunch of people stretched out on crack is they get real fucking predictable. Uh, Folks don't think about much. But getting some crack when they when they are regularly smoking crack is pretty much the only thing that really means a whole hell of a lot to them. Yeah. Is, uh, and I've I've been there. Yeah, I've man. Was that that first hit, man? It's the greatest feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. And you never get there. Again. Never, never again. And that's the whole the whole time for the rest of your life. Yep. You're chasing that first hit. Yeah, the first bell rings, and that's that's the best it's ever going to be. First bell rings. That's yeah, it, man. That's, it. Well, that's what we used to call it, getting your bell rung. Yeah.
know it might have been my own foolishness, but I'm damn sure sinking down. But don't you call for no doctor. You know the the doctor can't do me no good. And yonder comes a rider in the shadow with a hood.
everybody, y'all are sitting here listening to Chef Patrick, the head of the Polynesian Pirates, baby, of Southeast Louisiana, representing every single friggin' day during Louisiana summers, culinary life forever. We always listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio, baby.
All right. Well, that definitely sounded like that was an Alex recording from out in Murfreesboro. Um, that was Black Diamond Heavies from that uh, 2005 uh, You Damn Right release. Uh, and that was Down, Down, Down. And that one uh, features the other Black Diamond Heavy uh, singer of the band, uh, John, John Wesley Myers, who uh, goes by the name uh, James Leg now. And he's uh, also on On Alive Records. And I think he helped uh, Porkchop get, get his deal with with live records it's kind of kind of funny because all three of the black diamond heavies are all on alive natural sound records now just with a different uh acts uh john john wesley myers he's got like his solo gig and uh and pork chop he's got his he's got his uh, band going on now and then uh van campbell uh, i believe he's playing in a uh a band uh with uh, one, one of the guys from um left lane cruiser it's uh king mud yeah so uh that which is awesome awesome band um i love uh i love left lane cruiser so uh it's just some really really good stuff man uh, and a lot of natural sound records is uh they're just putting out some really really good uh punk blues rock and roll funk whatever what, whatever you call this stuff man uh, but they, they have the market cornered on it whatever whatever it is they, they got it going on it's uh, awesome stuff and uh so we started out that little segment with uh i've uh kind of broke this interview down in, in little chapters uh just kind of pulled out pieces of things i thought that was uh kind of interesting so I, I broke them down in chapters and i kind of named them all so this, this one's called getting your bell wrong <laughs> so then uh then after that one we went back into uh the let it slide album by pork chop and uh then we did uh, the let it slide reprise going into no doctor and uh I love when uh, that, that uh, national guitar with that uh, that's, that metal sound and the slide, man. It's a really really cool sound. And um, and, you know, after uh, after Mark quit uh, Black Diamond Heavy, he started doing a lot of busking on the streets around Nashville and stuff. And and uh, he really uh, really got that uh, really got that thing down, man. It's like it's a real deal, man. It's uh, awesome stuff. And and uh, so, so it's always uh, always always weird, you know, because like Black Diamond Heavy's man, like. You know that that song is just them, and uh, but uh, no, nothing against the other guys because they, they're awesome, awesome players and in their in their own right. But man, the Black Diamond Heavies, man, it's like a, a pork chop, man. It was like I, I, it's was, it was hard for me to wrap my head around a Black Diamond Heavy with no pork chop. <laughs> you know, it's like I just didn't, I just didn't didn't sit right with me. You know, and uh, and and John, man, he he uh, he's an awesome, awesome organ player, and uh, he he does um, some really cool. Uh, uh, organ things, man. He runs like fuzz box through it and stuff, man. He gets these really cool, kicking ass uh, guitar tones and things uh, out of out of this organ, and he plays the bass uh, keys on it also. So, uh, man, he, he's a, he's a one man show, which is which is cool in itself. But uh, like I said, man, a pork chop, man, I don't know. But but uh, man, I just I've been such a huge fan of this guy since 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 we uh, met back in I believe it's like 2003. 2004 something like that um when uh we, we just moved to east nashville and these guys have just moved to east nashville and uh, we, we just we just became good friends and i think what musically what was sealed the deal for me was uh man one night i remember uh i remember being in a radio cafe and I, I had a really good buzz going on like i'm not going normally did back in back in those days uh and uh w- walking walking through there and uh, Black Diamond Heavies were playing and they just wrote this song called All to Hell and I just 
Oh man, it was like I was going through some some shit, man. And I heard that song, and I swear to God, I, I stood stood there right right in front of everybody, and just like bawled my eyes out as I heard that song for the very first time. And I, Lord, that was so so good. I, I'll never I'll never forget it. I'm getting chills just talking about it. And, and no, I'm not gonna play that one. <laughs> just because uh, I'll start crying again. So I don't want that. And uh, so, but I will play another uh, John song uh, just because uh, I have it queued up, and you know, it's a, and like I said, you know, he, he's 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 uh, the other part of Black Diamond Heavies, man. So uh, let's just do one of John's, and uh, we'll do one. Uh, this is called "Might Be Right," and this is uh, I believe it's uh, an R.L. Burnside uh, influence song, <laughs> which is uh, I've seen R.L. a couple times, man. It's, it was a really pleasure to. Uh, uh, been able to catch him uh, a couple times before he died and uh, I think he, uh, he played John Spencer Blues Explosion I know John Spencer did an album with him but I'm pretty sure when I saw RL he, he was opening for uh, John Spencer in DC um, it was twice somehow I saw him on that tour twice or something but um, yeah so it's good good stuff man and, uh, and actually I'm not one to say things when I'm not 100% positive but I'm also, but I'm 98% positive, and Lord forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong. But I, I believe I believe Alex that, that recorded that, that uh, last record, you damn right. I, I believe he passed away a few years ago. Uh, I hope I'm wrong on that one, but uh, I don't think I am. Uh, I see like maybe some kind of like brain aneurysm or something. But uh, yeah, just, uh, just I just I just remember that now <clears throat> um, listening to this stuff. Uh, but man, uh, you know he he he's part of that he's part of that scene there with us. So uh, so let's do let's do one for for Alex, man. Uh, this is uh, Black Diamond Heavies uh, with with uh, John Wesley Myers, uh, James Leg, and this one's called Might Be Right. Hey, you want some whiskey? Yeah. Water? You said the Coke is coming. That's good. You have, you have them bring it right up here to the front. And we'll give it out to all the people that love it. It'll be their favorite shit. Ah, I love you too, baby. I think maybe we play some, uh, we play some boogie here. We're going to do this one in the key of... Uh, we're going to do it nay, and we're going to do it all day. song right here I ripped off from R.L. Burnside but he's dead and he don't mind I'm sure who's the nice guy
Yeah, I don't really do nothing no more but smoke weed, man. Yeah. And, and and I don't even do that every day, you know. Yeah. Man, I've I've, I've uh, kind of phased out of smoking weed. Yeah. Like I, I always like to have some. Yeah. Like I, I gotta have a little bit mm -hmm. around the house just in case. <laughs> just in yeah. case I'm on it. Yeah. And if I don't, I'll freak out. Yeah. But like, you know, I've I've had the same couple little nugs like for weeks. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, man, we marijuana to me is like more it's more medicinal to yeah, me than yeah. recreational. Because if I don't have, if I go three days without weed, I'm an asshole. I get agitated. Yeah. So, we man, my brother lived in California. He was on a, a one of the most powerful. He was on two different really powerful um, anti-convulsive drugs. Uh, uh, had a brain injury and did seizures. Yeah. Had seizures, and he uh, went out there and found a strain called Blue Dragon which is like a diesel and a blueberry and that motherfucker came completely off of the medicine and doesn't have any seizures oh, yeah, anymore we, man got a lot of medical yeah medicine. yeah it's i don't think it's harmful at all um what big pharma wants you to do they want to keep legalizing the, man, the shit that could actually cure shit it, it started here years and years ago because it was the black no the the the, the prohibition against weed oh, okay. new orleans was the weed town in america in oh, the yeah, 20s and 30s yeah yeah man and it was all brown folks black and brown folks and uh you know they they just assumed that uh uh some some uh debutante daughter was gonna catch some dick if she was smoking that shit you know and uh and and that that was the the racism came in and then all the industry the industrial shit and the big pharma followed, followed right on in with it yeah big pharma man the shit with that is they'll make a pill that'll cure one thing but it'll give you five other fucking sides yeah man yeah none of it is as gentle on people as weed is none of it
baby, please don't go. I, I thought, I always thought that was a Van Morrison song. I, I, I had to look it up. And it says here that, uh, baby, please don't go has been called one of the most played, arranged, and rearranged pieces of blues history. And, um, apparently it was, uh, written, written by Delta Blues musician Big Joe Williams, uh, popularized the song with several versions beginning in 1935. So they put him down as, as the writer. But, uh, now they say it's a tr- traditional, but, uh, Joe Williams has been credited on record. So, uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool because, uh, like I said, I always thought it was uh, Van Morrison. Apparently, uh, Muddy Waters did it in 1953, 1952, doo version, the Orioles, um, and it's, yeah, just so a bunch of people, a bunch of people have done it, but a cool, cool version, really cool version. And, uh, then before that, we heard, uh, Big Pharma, so another uh, chapter of our little chat, uh, New Orleans was uh, me and Pork Chop. And uh, you've been listening to the Swamp Security on Real Punk Radio, and I'm your host, DJ Biggie Boutte. Tune in every other Friday for the Louisiana Hell Ride Happy Hour. Well, actually, I guess uh, since I'm going to split this up in two episodes, I'm going to go ahead and do do the other half next week. I'm not going to make y'all wait two weeks worth for the other half, so it's going to be next Friday where we're doing it. But uh, it'll be on Real Punk Radio Friday night uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central Swamp Time. It's what the weird kids listen to. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can shoot me an email swampjacuzzi at gmail.com. And if you'd like to get your voice on the air, give us a call. I got a Google Voice set up at New Orleans area code 504-407-1814. Take a little trip. Well, let's uh, play some more music. Uh, like I said, uh, I got two albums uh, that I've been trying to trying to uh, break out for y'all and uh, I've been I'm loving it, loving it, man, and I, I kind of, you know, usually I run, run my, my music through like a little bit of a, some some stuff, you know, just try to take some noise out and stuff, but since, since I'm doing these records, man, it's like, you know, you want that surface noise, man, it's just like, it, it's what makes it awesome, you know, there's that vinyl sound, you know, so, so it's all, it's all in there, man, it's like, ragu, it's in there. So uh, let's do, uh, let's see, let's do a, a song. I remember this one, this song was uh, originally recorded on, on Black Diamond Heavy's That You Damn Right EP, which uh, I tried to download that on, off of a site from France and uh, uh, it didn't work. So I, got, I think I may have two songs from it put up. So if, if anyone has a copy of that, that they would be willing to uh, uh, shoot me a copy, I would love to uh, hear it again. Because uh, I remember it just being so badass. But uh, Mark uh, Porkchop, he recorded uh, recorded the song uh, Big Boat, uh, which was on that EP, and he recorded it again on his second uh, album. Uh, this this one's uh, it, it's dated 2017, and let it slides from uh, 2016. But uh, he was telling me that they were both came out within within a year, about eight months apart. So uh, th- this is from his second album. This is De- Death in the Blues, and uh, this is a big boat.
Love to. So uh, let's kind of make it a little official sort of thing, get a little thing into it. Sure. Uh, this is DJ Biggie Boutet, and you're listening to Swamp's Accused, the only real punk radio. And I'm here in New Orleans with a Mark Porkchop holder. Uh, he's got a show tonight. Uh, what, what, what's, what's, what's this joint is the Portside Lounge. Portside Lounge. Portside Lounge. Yeah. Dry, dry sand? Dry ass. Dry ass. Yeah. So man, uh, me, me, and, me and Mark, man, we, we've known each other for shit, man, like, since, what, like 2002, something yeah. like that? Yeah, man. Man, we used to play play together a whole bunch of, back in the East Nashville radio cafe mm-hmm. days, man. Those are, those are crazy times, man. Yeah, it was, it was wide open, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember how I met you guys, because, um... We put a thing up in the radio cafe looking for a drummer, and your drummer, Van, yeah. uh, he pulled the little tab off the off the off our thing, and it was like it was talking to us about playing drums in our band, but he was playing drums with you guys. Might have been your, his first show with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. But it, he was like talking talking to us about possibly playing in our band, and he was like, "Yeah, that's cool." He was like, and then he was asking where we were, and we were like, "Yeah, we're at the bar at the radio cafe." He's like, "Dude, I'm in the band, like smoking." Then we hung out, man, and we just became friends. And like ever since, you know, we hung out over there, over there on the east side, and we kind of, uh, kind of uh, split ways for a little bit, man. Uh, yeah. When was the last time I saw you? Like maybe eight years ago. Yeah, something, something like that, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that. It's been, been quite a while now. I, I don't know if I've seen you since uh, since you weren't playing with Black Diamond Maybe Maybe not, man. Maybe not. I I, uh, uh, I did a whole lot of street stuff after I got out of the Black Diamond Heavies. I played on the street in Nashville for almost two years, uh, making a living. And uh, and then, you know, it was solo gigs and, and all that kind of stuff. And then I, I did I did what all, all musicians do. I had a little dark period there. 
there, man, you know, and uh, came through that okay, you know, uh, got myself figured out and got myself right, and uh, came back and made this record with these boys that I'm playing with now, and I had no plans for the, we were just making a record, you yeah. know what I mean, we just just trying to document something, you know, and uh, uh, sent it to a, a label guy, pretty much cold, and he took it, and uh, we did two. That's we did two last year, that same year. Yeah. Yeah, those, those two, those two albums are, are great. So. Thank you, man. Uh, what's let, let it slide. Let it slide is the first one, and then we did one about seven or eight months later called uh, Death in the Blues. That's the newest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, you you talk about dark. Dark times, and I mean, there's good and bad things I think comes out of the dark times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your creative juices definitely uh, flow. Mm -hmm. Like if, if everything was all like happy and great, you know, it's like I don't know if we would uh, we'd be writing. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, you know, you gotta have you gotta have something to talk about for sure, you know, and uh, particularly with with my trip, which for me it's a blues thing, you know, I mean, my band has moments where we definitely break off like Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin or something like that, you yeah, know, yeah. but, um, but in my heart, you know, I'm a blues player. And so that's pretty much taking whatever it is that you're dealing with that's hard, you know, and turning it into a positive, man, turning it into a celebration, you know, it's, uh, it's music about hard times that people party to. You know, yeah. and uh, I mean, anytime you can do that for yourself, and and especially if you can do it for yourself and then do it for other people too, I mean that's just a you know, making some money is great, yeah. but but doing that for for folk, you know, for a minute, that's, I mean, it's it's my dead level best attempt to help people <laughs> is to try to entertain them. You know? Well, man, I'll tell you, like, with, with, your, with your music, it's like, it's, it's blues, and it's uh, definitely, you know, it's like, it comes, it comes from that, that that area, but it's yeah. like, uh, your, your music kind of like, it, it just doesn't really make me depressed when no. I hear it. It's like, I, I get more, like, pumped up. Well, yeah, it's rock, man. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, I, the 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 little tagline uh, that we came up with in the press kit was it's a rock band fronted by a blues man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and that's and that's you know that's the thing is it's not a laid back proposition with us, man. We're we're going for the brass ring, you know. Yeah.
yeah, I think that's probably my favorite pork chop song right now, uh, Coffin Lid. And that's off of his uh, newest album, Death in, Death in the Blues. Uh, Mark, Mark Pork Chop Holder uh, got, got a new record out, and I've uh, been uh, showcasing uh, both of them. It's uh, some good stuff, and I uh, hope, hope, you, hope you're digging it. And I, I think that's probably a good, uh, good stopping point for, uh, for this week. And I'll be back next week and do the other half of it. Uh, this is DJ Biggie Boutte, and you've been listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio. And uh, stick around for Scott Hudson and the Ledge. And uh, let's take it out with one more. Do, do one more from uh, Death in the Blues. Let's do, uh, let's do Sad Days and Lonely Nights. And I'll see you next week.